welcome. We are today talking about chapter four. Oh, guys, you know what? We were going to finish up chapter three. We didn't finish up chapter three last week, did we? We're kind of in the middle of it. Yeah, we, we were right in the middle of it. Um, uh, you went you went straight to the questions at the end, I think. Yeah, I started off with the questions at the end. Then we came back to the, uh, pick it up at page 74, where he says, game changers, five strategies for eliminating bad habits. Hmm. Right there off the back, he says, your habits are learned. Therefore, they can be unlearned. If you want to sail your life in a new direction, you have to first pick up the anchors of bad habits that have been weighing you down. Number one, identify your triggers. Two, clean house. Three, swap it. Four, ease in. Five, jump in. You know, making that list of bad habits, you kind of covered some of this earlier uh, in, in the chapter. For each one you've, rigor, you've written down, identify what triggers it. For example, are you more likely to drink too much when you're with certain people? <laughs> that, that could be. Yeah. Some people you need to drink more to be around them. I'm sorry. Not not, not you, Hurdy. Not you. I don't drink, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a particular time of the day when you just have to have something sweet? What emotions tend to provoke your worst habits? Stress, fatigue, anger, nervous, boredom? Let's come back to that. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of what you're talking about here, I think when I look at what triggers it, it's when you, we all know it, we're not in control. I mean, you know, so you get frustrated or you get angry or you get, you know, whatever. You go, whatever, you eat sweets or fill in the blank. But this is a lot about the control, not having control. I mean, it, you know, someone, I have a buddy, he's kind of a cynic, he goes, this would be a great industry if it wasn't for the clients. I went, well, you wouldn't have an industry if you didn't have a client. <laughs> yeah, we're some humor. But I mean, yeah. that's what he felt like. This would be a great job with the client. I went, that's the only reason you have a job. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, uh, and, uh, probably I shouldn't say this, but uh, I tell the story, but I was at uh, Johnson Sewell Ford up in Marble Falls uh, uh, a while back. And this guy walks up to me and, uh, and I looked at him. I realized I knew him. He, he was coming up to him to say hi. And, and then he introduced me to some people there, and he was the general manager. And he says, he said, I've told you all about this guy. He's the one that said that, that the mortgage business would be a great business if it wasn't for the employees and the customers. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, okay, that wasn't a good thing to be remembered by. But, uh, you know, I've got triggers. Um, so how about, how about you, Tom? What's a trigger? What's what's the trigger? What's a trigger? A hurdy? Hmm. What's a trigger that that, well, leads to, that leads to a bad habit? I mean, you, you mean just personally? Anything. Anything. So, 
So, so the trigger is the deep-seated uh, ingrained part of you that when it gets tapped hmm. causes the reaction to the addiction or to whatever the goal or habit yeah. is, right? Uh, and so a trigger is a deep-seated thing that uh, can either be it can either be worked on or it can be hidden mm -hmm. or it can mm -hmm. be worked on and hidden and still mm -hmm. be a trigger. Uh, and okay, as you, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so the first step, right? Recovery, and this includes habits, is you're powerless. You have to admit that you have no control over it but then the whole goal of the group right is to make you come up with some way to start controlling it yeah. with I mean, willpower and and so i don't i i i just know triggers are deep-seated i mean that's, that, that's, that's brilliant hardy I, I mean my short answer was when i meet someone and they're still in denial you know they're in the stage of grief but they're still in denial they're not even mad yet they're in denial they're not even mad to get started doing something you have, is it just me? Have you met people like that? They're still in denial until you get, I had a psychologist, until you get mad, they won't do anything. Until you get to that point. So you work with people in recovery, but I've talked to people, they're so in denial, I can't help them yet. They're not even ready for it. Well, here's the thing, Tom. People see the triggers except for the person who has it. There you go. Okay. There you go. Uh, because yeah. because the, from awareness standpoint, and I don't know okay. where that ties into goals, but the same thing with goals, Danny, where I was yeah. going with this story is, is that is, is, is these triggers keep us from doing things like uh, procrastination would keep us from doing a goal that yeah. that could be a trigger. Uh, being distracted could be a trigger. Yeah, right. It, 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 I'm looking up here. I, I just pulled up the table of contents, and and I think it was in it, it was it was in the I want to say it was in chapter one, but he talked about awareness, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, and you know that's what you're saying, Tom. They're unaware of what they're even yeah. unaware. Where right. you're trying to bring them up through those levels, you're trying to make them aware of what they're unaware of, but they right. they, they're not even they're not even aware that they're unaware of. Right. And um, so that's a, uh, uh, yeah, hey, Paul, we're on page 75. And okay. at, at the end of that uh, first uh, trigger, the, the thing by identifying your triggers. And he says here, write down your triggers. Well, if, if you write down your bad habits, then you start, you're becoming aware of it. Well, the, very quickly, I had a client maybe 30 plus years ago, a professional. And there was some kind of odd behavior, but he had a big project going on. And so we thought that I had to, by accident or God's will, I went to a rotary meeting with a friend and halfway through the, the speech, the speaker, I went, oh my God, John was the client's name. He's addicted. He's on something. Get back to my office. I found out the family did an intervention the night before. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm like, you know, like I went, I know someone like that. Yeah. 
So, wow. yeah, and, and by the way, it only turned out well for him, but yeah, I mean, they did an intervention, literally. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so here he says, you know, get out your notebook or use the bad habit killer worksheet. And he gives there uh, on page uh, 51 uh, where to go to download that bad killer, uh, bad habit killer worksheet. Uh, uh, so, you know, write down your, tr uh, your trigger. This simple action alone increases your awareness. Uh, it's not enough. Then he, then he, uh, if being aware of it's not, uh, it's not enough to break it. So then he moves into uh, cleaning house, and that's where you start scrubbing. He says, "You want to start drinking alcohol? No. Remove every drop of it from your house." Uh, when Austin was four years old, uh, four. When Austin was two years old, two or three years old, we took all the liquor out of the house. We decided we didn't want our kids, you know, Sonny was uh, probably six, seven at the time, and uh, you know, she'd never seen me drink. Um, we, we decided we wanted, anyway, we took all the liquor out of the house. We didn't drink for 28 years. And um, uh, we started drinking, uh, you know, a little bit uh, about five years ago, four or five years ago. Um, just like that with ice cream. I saw ice cream in my in my in my freezer last Tuesday or Wednesday night. Had ice cream four nights in a row. It's not yep. supposed to be in there. Kathy had, had, had covered it up, and I was looking for something and found the ice cream. I hadn't had ice cream in months. Well, I did go to uh, I did walk to Dairy Queen about a mile and a half, and uh, got me a blizzard here here recently, but. You know, you're allowed to, if you walk a mile, you can have a blizzard. <laughs> so, uh, is it, you want to stop watching so much television? Cancel your cable. You're tired of cur trying to curb your spending? Uh, uh, cancel all your, your uh, uh, you know, can cancel Amazon. <laughs> so, cleaning house. Don't bring it in the house. Get rid of it. Whatever enables bad habits. Any comments on any of that? Hey, Danny, have you ever noticed how, uh, as human beings, how incongruent we are? Speak, speak about that. I, I mean, you know, we're always reading books on self-improvement, right? And you wonder why the brain works backwards instead of forwards. You know, why wouldn't we be the opposite? always thought about that but it, it just shows you how incongruent we are that we always have to stay on top of things to uh, even if they're mundane unexcitable and unsexy right the three steps to being a compound effect i think it's pretty amazing how incongruent we are yeah it is pretty well, up i've got a, i've got a client spending literally tens of thousands of dollars in the current year on coaches and self-help. And it's nothing wrong with coaches, but the point is she herself has delegated all the action to other people. Now, how do you think that's working? <laughs> I mean, it's just frustrating everybody. Read the book, got it, now you go do it. Not her. Yeah. And it's 
she's pushing people away. Yeah, I can bet. Yeah, I can speak into that and some of the coaching. Um, anyway, um, so number three is swap it. Look again at your list of bad habits. How can you alter them so that they're not as harmful? Can you replace them with healthier habits or drop kick them all together as in for good? Oh, there, yeah, he talks about the, uh, uh, that, uh, that, you know, yearning for something sweet after a meal. Yeah, I've learned for, I love potato chips, uh, but I, I've learned that it's the crunchiness, crunchiness that I like as much as anything. I love crackers, but I'll eat uh, almonds and walnuts before I'll start eating potato chips or anything to see if that's going to satisfy me. Now I found some salted roasted uh, at HEB, or Kathy did, and, and, and it typically was satisfied. Um, you know, back in the years, uh, uh, it's interesting, since I've started, you know, drinking every once in a while, I don't really crave more to drink, but for years when I did, I would just take a hot Sprite and, and take about three or four big sips of it, pour the rest of it down the sink, but that there's something about that Sprite that would give me some kind of need that I have. I guess I missed what y'all were talking about because I was on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, we're now over to page 76. Been talking mm -hmm. about uh, bad habits and uh, uh, and uh, triggers. Uh, triggers and uh, uh, scrubbing it, swapping it. Uh, now we're in the easing in. Um, just, uh, on page uh, 77, he says, for some of your long-standing and deep-rooted habits, it may be more effective to take small steps to ease into unwinding. You might have spent decades repeating, cementing, and fortifying these habits. Tell it with my with my daily phone calls. I have so many daily phone, daily and weekly phone calls. It's where we, uh, in our team, we get the 10, 2, and 4. We're going to make calls at 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 4 o'clock to our calling into our database. You know, so you start making them at 10, you don't get them all done at 10, which I never do. Come back at two o'clock, then I come back at four o'clock, you know, finish them up. And, uh, but, you know, uh, easing into it. Um, uh, there was a point in time I tried to fast one time, I was going to fast for three days. I made it 24 hours, thought it was going to kill me. Had a migraine, it was, it was horrible. And so, realized I was addicted to a whole lot of stuff. And so I started on a week at a time basis, started, you know, you know first backed off a of coffee for a day, and then I picked it back up. Then I, and I went a couple of days later, did it again. So I started doing that on every other day uh, uh, and drinking tea and one thing. Now, then I started fasting. I fast from potato chips for a week. Then I fast from potatoes for a week. So just gradually just, uh, uh, I, you know, I just it, it eased into all of it until nowadays, uh, you know, I'll go for weeks without eating um, uh, anything, uh, uh, much of anything white. So, 
then jump in. Not everyone is wired the same way. Some researchers have found that it can be paradoxically easier for people to make lifestyle changes and they change many bad habits at once. Sometimes I'm over on page 79, sometimes waiting in won't do. Sometimes you really do have to jump in full force. Because hmm. working out. I was not going to get off, unfortunately. I just can't keep having more stuff coming in and it's just backing me up. I got to right, get Paul. off. All right, we'll see you, man. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah. And John says that uh, now he. Uh, uh, I texted him. He said I could not hear anything. It said I was muted, but I wasn't. Now can I? He can't connect. So, um, so anyway, great chapter here about habits. Uh, it, it, you know, um, I think I told you I've been reading that book on atomic habits and uh, uh, getting these weekly emails from him. But this, you know, this is all just as good as any of that. In running a vice check, he says, I'm not suggesting you cut out every bad thing in your life, but most everything is good in moderation. But how can you tell whether a bad habit is becoming the boss? Of you? I believe it's testing my biases. Every so often, I go on a vice uh, fast. Uh, I pick one vice and check to be sure I'm still the alpha dog in our relationship, like ice cream. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, why? Party? Yes, sir. NCIS. That's your show, right? Yeah. You know that? Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah. So everything, the world is. Uh, oh, how do I word this? Moderation is a good thing. Let me just leave it right there. Anything beyond that within your habit is bad. That's pretty that's pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because what we used to teach people was in recovery was you're going to fall off the wagon. Uh, you're, you're going to have issues and you're going to have to learn to either moderate or stay completely away from something. And, and, and that, that was a choice. They realized they couldn't. So if you can do something in moderation, that's a good thing. That means you pretty much conquered it. Yeah. When you worked in that area, would they substitute the original sure problem substance for another problem okay just um yeah i mean i mean transference was is an easily uh part of the process uh there has to be something to fill the void when somebody's I'd, trying to I'd, quit, quit something, you know, a lot of people would yeah. pick up cigarette smoking. A lot of people would go to, you know, other things, uh, right. a lot of food, it, it, maybe even uh, porn or maybe even that kind of thing. So it, it just, it just, it, until they learned that mm -hmm. how to deal with themselves. I had read that crazy. people, that, 
people that undergo that radical gastric bypass surgery, that like half of them, over half were addicted to alcohol or gambling, problem they didn't have before after the surgery. I believe that's that. a huge number. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you remember the law of, uh, uh, it's funny you mention that because I used to tell people when, uh, that the, how the law works was is that if I sent you into a glass shop and everything was glass around you and you had no signs that said anything, you wouldn't be tempted to reach out and touch them. But the minute I put a do not touch sound oh. all over the store, guess where you go? Minute yeah. you put ice cream in the freezer and cover it up, guess where you go? <laughs> well, you know, you just made me think about something. Hurry. And Danny, my question to you was, did you cover it back up to make her think you didn't find it? Oh, no, I got it out and then walked in, sat down. Okay. And eat, eat okay. <laughs> okay. She went, whoops. And I went, yeah, whoops. <laughs> and said, you didn't hide it good enough. <laughs> That's good, Dan. And uh, so I, I walked in and had a big old bowl of it. And what did That's she do funny. when she came home the next day from, uh, she went to H-E-B the next day, she came home with white cake. I love white cake. You're kidding. White icing. And she came so home she was be So she was being passive aggressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, oh, my God. They're, they're yeah. I'm sorry. We got off track. But yeah. my, my point is all this relate, a lot of this stuff parallels how we act out our lives. And, and and you look at people that are addicted to substances or whatever, this is a very similar path that they took. They It's been so embedded in their life that they can't live without it. That's literally what a, a bad habit is or an addiction, right? Got to have it. Mm. Yeah. So... Uh... So now he comes over to the next page is Game Changer. Six techniques for installing good habits. But eliminating a bad habit means removing something from your routine. Installing a new, more productive habit requires an entirely different skill set. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, for me, that goes to the, the you know, the whole part about, you know, bad habits it's ingrained in your subconscious and you want to install a new habit it comes in through your consciousness um he, he talks about uh, you know planting the tree watering it fertilizing it making sure it's uh, properly rooted doing so takes time effort and practice um, uh, Quotes John Maxwell, you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. According to research, it takes 300 instances of positive reinforcement to turn a new habit into an unconscious practice. So there's that, that, you know, you're coming, you're consciously building it. The whole thing, going from your, uh, you know, your, you're trying to, um, to establish uh, a new, you know, a new goal, and your subconscious will try to keep you from doing it because it's a new goal. You've never reached something like that before, and you come up with all kinds of, uh, of 
things so you don't go do that. And Dan, did you say 300? That's what he says there on page, uh, he's quoting John Maxwell. Uh, okay. They're on page 81. No, no, he, he'd been quoting John Maxwell. Then he says, according to research, he doesn't give any footnotes where the okay. research is, but it takes 300 instances of positive reinforcement to turn a new habit into an unconscious daily practice. That's a lot. It's, it's, it takes almost a year. And, and yeah. I'll say this, that, you know, with my, my whole thing around my, uh, you know, my scorecard, and my points for my workout, I mean, it is, um, uh, I'd say it took me a couple of years before I realized, you know, I don't really need to, uh, I, I don't need to keep track of it to maintain. Also, if I want to, you know, um, uh, decrease body fat, decrease weight, add muscle, then I need to, to, to start writing it down and tracking it, being purpose about it. But, hmm. uh, uh, you know, like hurting, hurting, it's just a habit. Something you do every day, you walk 10,000 plus steps every day. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm in a habit of walking five, uh, five to seven a day without even having to, to, to try to do more. I'm on a 10,000 step a day uh, 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 plan right now, and I'm having to really pay attention to, 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 uh, to get those 10,000 uh, steps in. Hmm. And, and what I want to do, I want to get back into a habit of doing the 10K per day which means I need to get my butt out of bed and go walk. And, uh, you know, I go walk for 30, 40 minutes, uh, you know, then I get uh, 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 almost a half of those in right then. Are you saying 10,000 steps, Danny, or 10,000 meters? 10,000 10, steps. Step. Okay. Yeah. Which, which, is about, okay. which is about five miles. This is what this tracks right here. Yeah. Yeah. And like today I'm at uh can't get it to work. I'm at sixty seven hundred right now today. Yeah. How many are you at right now, Hurdy? Eleven oh seventy-three. So he says truth is you can change a bad habit. Change a habit in a second if you can still be trying to break. Or if, if the truth is, you can change a habit in a second, or you can still be trying to break it after ten long years. It makes sense. Yeah. First time you touched a hot stove. Oh, okay. Yeah. The key is being aware. If you really want to maintain a good habit, make sure you pay attention to it uh, at least once a day, and mm. you're, you're far more likely to succeed. So he's got to, he lays it out for a, uh, a set yourself up to succeed. Think uh, number two is think addition, not subtraction. That's a big deal. You know, in other words, I, uh, you know, I don't need to eat that, uh, you know, hamburger or that chocolate, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, but it, so instead you eat a, uh, a salad. So you add the salad, maybe not is like the time you, uh, you know, drink that drink of Sprite. I wasn't, you know, I, I added something that 
kept me from having to not drink something else. Go for a public display of accounting. Yes. Say that again. I'm on page uh, 84. Go for a PDA, public display of accounting. And uh, he said, I want to step the coworker to quit smoking by telling everyone in the company that Zelda's decided to, uh, to stop smoking. Isn't that great? She smoked her last cigarette. I then placed a huge calendar on the outside wall of her cubicle. Every day she didn't smoke until we got to draw a big fat red X. Co-workers took notice and started to cheer her on. The parade of big red X's started to fill up the chart. <laughs> Y'all heard of that thing called uh, uh, 75 hard? Yeah, look it up. Uh, it's a workout program. It's a work. It's a health style. It's a health lifestyle change program. And uh, if you do it, the strictness of it is for 75 days. One of the things that you do is take a picture of yourself in the mirror every day, so you, you can see the progression. But it's also you know, some working out, not drinking alcohol, drinking a certain amount of water per day. Uh, uh, you follow your diet. Uh, whatever your diet is, you, you're strict on that. Uh, no alcohol and some other things. But uh, uh, it's, uh, and there's some other, uh, there's another factor about the public account, that being accountable to somebody. That's what the pictures are for. It's a free program. Uh, that's, uh, uh, just uh, uh, that this guy started. Find a success buddy. You know, I've got, uh, you guys know Artie, uh, Artie and I are, are doing an accountability thing. We have to talk about that Tuesday afternoon, or Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock, uh, that we have an accountability call. We have three, four other guys that come on and, uh, on and off of it, but uh, but Artie, uh, is, uh, he was on vacation a couple weeks ago, but uh, it's, um, uh, I'm, 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 I'm because I got to report in uh, uh, every Monday. Uh, it's kind of spurred me on a little bit more than usual. Uh, you know, uh, get on my calls, uh, follow through and everything done. Uh, so still about good habits uh, and establishing good habits or keeping good habits up. Talked about competition and lottery. Then celebrate. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And he says, there's one thing that 99% of failures and successful folks have in common. They all hate doing the same thing. The difference is successful people do them anyway. So we, we tell our sales team every week, they, 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 they hear from me on, uh, we, have, we have two team calls, then we have sales training on Wednesday. Um, uh, is it this is boring. It's a, it's, it's a bunch of repetitive stuff. If you go out networking, put your, uh, uh, you have a certain type of conversation, you always go through those steps and it's not exciting. It, it could be boring as anything. Now, if you keep a scorecard, it makes it more exciting. 
difference is successful people do it anyway. Change is hard. That's why people don't transform their bad habits and why so many people end up unhappy and unhealthy. What is that, Hurdy? Celebrate. Celebrate. You'll recognize it. Okay. Ordinary is easy. Extraordinary is, is what will separate you from the crowd. It goes on. See, uh, so, so you see the pattern here, right? The bad habits are easy because you don't have to do any accountability. You don't have to get a scorecard. You don't have to put any work into it. You don't have to do anything except just have a bad habit. A good habit means you have to work and do those mundane, stupid things every day, day in and day out to overcome it. That's my yep. opinion. I'm sticking to it. Yep. When it comes to breaking old bad habits and starting new ones, remember to be patient with yourself. Yeah. You 20, 30, 40 years of more repeating behaviors you're now trying to change. You, get, you have to expect it's going to take some time before you see lasting results. That's, you know, John Maxwell talks about, you remember in the, uh, the uh, 15 valuable laws of growth that BS to choose between growth and goals, you're going to choose growth. Because you might do something, you, you might drive yourself to obtain a goal, but if you haven't grown hmm. with it, then you're going to fall backwards. It's not sustainable. He says, luckily, our brains are malleable. If we stop giving attention to the bad habits, those grooves weaken. When we, when we form new habits, we drive new grooves deeper with each repetition, eventually overpowering their previousness. You know, that reminds me of uh, a Dr. Caroline Lee, her book. Um, she got about four of, she got four of them, but the first one was uh, 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 Jumpstart Your Brain. And mm -hmm. in there, she talks about that exactly. And she's a neuroscientist. And, uh, and actually a practicing, not just a, a, a laboratory type neuroscientist, she actually ran a clinic for 20 years. And, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've gone through, she has these 21 day programs. And uh, we, you do something 21 days specifically, telling yourself something that you, it has to do with habits. And, and, and what, what it is, you're, it's uh, these neural pathways, you're, uh, you're weakening some uh, some bad things that you say, what what you say when you talk to yourself, and creating new ones. And uh, I started a program three years ago. I, I have I have uh, uh, two different things that pop up uh, on on my calendar, you know, each day. Um, that's constantly that's a that's a positive affirmation about something. It's about forward thinking, about perspective. So the next chapter, speaking of payoffs, next chapter is where we really start breaking away from the herd. This is where the multiplying effect really takes shape with, with, with all the disciplined effort you've applied from the fundamentals of the first three chapters. What's coming up next is, is where you get rewarded. 
this is where from last week I started at the end of this chapter. Identify your three best habits. Identify your three bad habits uh, uh, that take you off course from your most important goal. Identify three new habits you need to develop to try uh, to put yourself on track towards your most important goal. Identify your core motivation. Discover what gets you fired up and keeps you fired up to achieve big results. Find your why power. Design your concise, compelling, and all inspiring goals. Have a vision for our our team. You know, our, uh, um, here the our, our mortgage team. That of course, top of our marketing funnel uh, is the the classes. And we had lunch today with a guy that called me up a couple of weeks ago about coming on board with us. And he's a pretty well-known guy around town. And uh, Austin, I met with him uh, two weeks ago, uh, president of Home Vantage. Uh, Austin and I and this guy met today for lunch. And I had sent him my vision. And he uh, he asked some questions about how we're feeding that vision, and uh, I was able to give him very specific um, tasks that we do, how we score the tasks, how often we score that. Uh, so they were walking right through that, and uh, so uh, I, I, I think. Um, the president of, uh, of the company was impressed along with, uh, uh, and Austin knew it, but um, is, if you have a vision, it's, my, it's that whole in five years thing that I keep uh, you know, you know, talking about. Where are you going to be in five years? What are you doing today? Uh, that's, are you, what you're doing today, is that, is, that, is, or is that on the path to where you're going to be in five years? Danny, about how many people on your team? We currently have 16 on our team. Okay, okay. We're, we got two that are getting ready to cycle off. And, and, uh, we've got yeah, I just know from some of my prior experience in reading that when you hit about 20, 20 about 25 on a team, the dynamics start changing. Even, even a group you're speaking to starts changing. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. It, it, yeah, yeah, it sure does. And we're, uh, um, uh, one thing this guy comes on board, he's going to help us. One aspect of that is we really only today have Austin and I are the only ones that that, that do the training, you know, at the events. Uh, we have one guy that does something every once in a while, and uh, this guy would would be coming on board and he would start doing some training. And we got listed. One a part of that vision is how many uh, additional trainers that we have, and um, uh, so uh, we're also uh, when we get to uh, about eighteen uh, uh, good producers that that we need to add. Uh, uh, but as at twenty, typically what happens, uh, right, Tom, uh, is that is you, you try to keep the same leadership structure, and and the average person can only really uh, uh, manage or lead eight to twelve people. Today we've got Austin and I uh, that we each 
ever rolls. So, so I, yeah, I feel that, 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 that we're going to get to, we, we can get to the, the 25 mark without too much of a problem, though we need to train as others as we go.